Hello and welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyon. We're glad you joined us today and we sincerely hope that you're blessed with today's message. We're going to continue with our sermon series, Choices and Consequences, Part 2, Choices and Consequences, and I've titled this, Lord Grant Me Wisdom, Grant Me Wisdom, because how many know that we need wisdom? Everybody say that word with me, wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom is the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. That kind of sounds like God, doesn't it? Because it, sometimes it doesn't sound like me. Sometimes it doesn't sound like you. How do I know this? Because we make foolish choices sometimes. Sometimes we make choices that we look back and, what was I thinking? Right? All of us have, have made a choice. When, when I said that choices and consequences... So I mentioned last week, you immediately thought of maybe a good choice you made that's paid dividends now and in the future, or a poor choice you made that's still, you're paying for it to this day. More than likely, you remember the bad choices because those, you just kick yourself sometimes because sometimes you knew better, but you were hoping against hope, right? But choices and consequences is what I want to talk to you about today. How many remember the saying from Shakespeare's Hamlet? The saying is, to be or not to be, right? How many remember that? You've heard that, to be or not to be. It's a choice. These are choices, even back in Shakespeare's plays where he mentioned this. Life is full of choices and decisions. Today, you're going to decide after church, am I going to go to uh, um, compadres? Am I, am I going to go to... Uh, Taco Bell, am I going to go to, what is it, Uncle Sam's? <laughs> Uncle Sam's, right? Here in Vallejo, right? Or am I going to go to that Thai food place? You know, you're, you're faced with choices to make. And that's entirely up to you and I. Those choices don't impact our future, or maybe they will depending on what you eat. But I'm talking about spiritual choices this morning. I want to talk to you about how do we get there? How do we make these choices The success and failure of our life is made up of the little choices we make every day of our lives. How many remember Sir Isaac Newton's third law of motion? I know there's an engineer here that knows that. For every, for every what? For every action, there is a positive or equal and opposite reaction. Well, in our life, for every action, there is a reaction. For every action, for every choice, something's going to happen. You kick the ball that way, something's going to happen. You kick it this way, something's going to happen. For every choice, there is a consequence, good and bad. The success and failure in our life, therefore, are determined by the choices we make every day of our life. And just because you got gray hair, like me, you know, or, or if you shave it off like my brother-in-law, just to hide his gray hair, doesn't mean that you know what that wise choice should be. Sometimes we struggle making the, the wise choice. And I want to talk to you about those things this morning. You know, I'm always, uh, well, let me get ahead. Of, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's turn to our sermon text. It's on your outline. And if you'll stand with me one more brief time, I want to read from Deuteronomy chapter 30 and two verses, verses 15 and 16. And I'm going to read this, so out of Deuteronomy chapter 30, the Lord says this, 
See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, and to keep his commands, decrees, and laws. Everybody say, then Then. you will live and increase. Let me repeat that again in case you didn't hear that. Then you will live and increase, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. Let's pray this morning. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is truth. It's a promise. It's a covenant between Almighty God and each one of us here today as believers. Now I pray, Lord, give us hearing to understand your word. I pray for anointing that I could proclaim your word, that uh, anointing would come upon every ear this morning to hear your word declared in all its truth. And Father, we thank you for your truth in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Look at your neighbor and tell him, God is good. And you may be seated. God is good. Did you notice that the text there says, you are entering a land to possess. An entering a land. I believe some of you right now are at at a point in life where you're entering a new phase. God wants you to possess that. Take it. He's, he's, He's asking you. He's pointing you in that direction. And he wants you to take that. Things don't happen by accident. Things happen by the choices you make. Sometimes we, we sit back and let life happen. Have you ever done that? Where you sit back and if you don't make the choice, life will make that choice for you. I remember hearing the story of how my mom and dad first met. Since they're here today, I'm going to bring that up. And the story goes that, that, that my, my grandpa on my dad's side, my dad's dad, they were doing some work, and then they showed up to the ranch where my mom worked, or mom lived in Rutherford at that time, many decades ago. And I think they were in their teens, early teens. And so my grandpa Torres, my mom's dad, said, go get, go get them something to drink, right? He said, go get them something to drink. So she went inside and brought some Kool-Aid to my dad. She brought some Kool-Aid out to my dad and my uncle that was with him, and I think my grandpa Mendez as well. Anyways, she made the choice to go in there, bring them Kool-Aid. I'm wondering if she had never, if she had said, ah, oh, forget it, they can make their own Kool-Aid, you know, or get their own drink. If she hadn't made that choice, they wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. My brother wouldn't be here. This church wouldn't be here. You know, choices impact our future. Amen. That, that choice they made that day sparked a relationship because my father saw her eyes and she saw his eyes and, and something connected, something sparked. You can talk to them later and they'll fill in all the missing pieces that I just completely <laughs> butchered there. But again, choices make impacts eternally sometimes. You know, I I mentioned last week when I met Anna at a Wednesday night Bible study in church. Wednesday night Bible study. You know, here she is, comes for the first time. And her dad was there. And my mother-in-law, my late mother-in-law were there and Anna. And she's holding a baby. And I'm thinking, who's that lady with the baby? You know, and I didn't know that was her niece at that time, Mariah. But I met her. I talked to her. I knew right there 
that was going to be my wife. I knew it right there. God spoke to me and said, that's going to be your wife right there. I invited her out for a cup of coffee. Would you like to go for a cup of coffee with me? And there was a Denny's close by. I think it was a Denny's. We went. It was at 9 o'clock we got there. We didn't leave Denny's till midnight. Because we, we, we felt in conversation like we knew each other forever. We were just talking back and forth. And, and before we knew it, we realized it's midnight. We both had to work the next day. Her family's worried. Where in the world are you? She called. There was a pay phone there. All these young people are going, what's a pay phone? <laughs> there was a pay phone in the restaurant. She called from, she called her home. And her brother picks it up. Martin says, where are you? We're all worried about you. And... She goes, I'm fine. I've been having a cup of coffee with Rick. And, and so we made that choice. That was October 10th, but who's keeping track, of 1993. That was our first date. And, and then we were married a, a, about eight months later, uh, nine months later. And if we hadn't made that choice, though, if, she had, if I hadn't asked her or if she hadn't accepted, I wouldn't be here. Anna wouldn't be here. My daughters wouldn't be here. They wouldn't be doing worship. You wouldn't be here. Do you understand how choices impact our future, good or bad? These are good choices that I'm just referring to right now, obviously. Those are great choices. Each choice has a consequence, again. Now, how do we make wise choices? I I gave you some principles last week, but real quickly this morning, I want to talk to you about three, three quick points. The first one is that The fact that we need wisdom. How many would agree with me? We need wisdom to make wise choices, to make good choices. Because anybody can say yes or no. Maybe some of you are presented with a a job offer right now. Maybe some of you are presented with an opportunity to move to Rio Vista. Um, Or maybe some of you are presented a, a, a retirement life right now. Uh, is, it, is it right now? Do I retire now? Do I retire in five years, ten years? All those choices that you got to weigh. And, and it's tough making a choice like that that impacts your future because you got to weigh a lot of things financially, family, um, quality of life. Let me show you or let me tell you one thing. You need to ask for wisdom. Amen? And I want, that's what I want to talk to you about in point number one. Pray to God and ask God for wisdom how to choose. In fact, the Bible says in the book of James, and everybody, you should have this scripture underlined in your Bible. James chapter 1 and verse 5 says it this way in the NIV. If any of you lacks wisdom, and who here lacks wisdom? We all do. Because none of us are perfect. So if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives how? Generously. Generously. Did you catch that? He doesn't just give you enough to get by. He gives you, he's like this. He's dumping that on you. Wisdom. But you got to ask him for it. You have to ask him for it. He gives generously to all without finding fault. In other words, he's not saying, well, I'm going to give him wisdom, but I don't know what they're thinking. You know, uh, he's going, no, that's lining up with, with the will for their life. And I'm going to give them generously. I'm just going to pour wisdom upon them. And then the Bible says, it goes on to say, and it will, without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So again, if anybody lacks wisdom, number one, we need to ask God. If you're facing any type of decision, and I'm not talking about going to the restaurant after church, 
You go where you want to go. You go where your tummy leads you, right? Uh, tummy led me to that white box this morning filled with senorita bread. And that was a good choice. But pray to God and ask God for wisdom. Amen? Amen. Let your prayers be filled with requests for wisdom to make wise choices and decisions. Let your prayers be filled with wisdom. How many right now pray for wisdom every day? That should be almost 1A of your prayer request every morning. Lord, I thank you for this day. We, we enter his gates with thanksgiving in our heart. Lord, I thank you for this very breath of life. Now, Lord, I, I pray as I enter into your courts with praise, I praise you. And once you get through that process, you say, Lord, I need your wisdom today. Fill my mind, fill my heart, fill my spirit with wisdom. Why? To be a good husband, to be a good father, to be a good co-worker, to be a good neighbor, to be a good pastor, and on and on and on and on. To golf good today, amen? To, to fish good today. Lord, give me wisdom where to cast that lure, where to cast that bait. Give me wisdom. I, I mean, you, you kind of laugh at that, but that's, you have not because you ask not, the Bible says. And, and when you begin to ask God for wisdom, he'll lead you. He'll point you. I, I feel that my life has been blessed because of wisdom. God's helped me and pointed me to the right woman, to, to major decisions that I have to make in my life because he's helped me. Not because I know anything, because I know nothing. I'm nothing of myself, but with God, I can do all things. Amen? Amen. God gives us wisdom. Point number two is you have to read. And what do you got to read? The Word of God. The Word of God. As I mentioned last week, this is the manual for life. I had a manual in high school. That was my best friend. Everybody needs a manual. You need this manual today. This Bible right here will guide you, will direct your paths like the scripture that we read, the connection time scripture. Proverbs 3 and verse 5, Trust in the Lord with what? All your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. And in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. He'll guide you. And we, that's what you get out of the word of God. See, the Bible contains the solutions to all areas, all problems of our life. Is it a new job? Is it a relationship issue? Is it a financial issue? Is it eternal, uh, my eternity, where I'm going to spend eternity? Is it dealing with any of those areas and so much more? The Bible addresses all that and so much more. In fact, I would challenge you, as I've often done here, to read the book of Proverbs every day. The book of Proverbs has how many chapters? 31 chapters. How many days typically in a month? 30. 30 days. And you can read a chapter every day. And the chapters are so small and, and short and succinct. But the book of Proverbs is filled with wisdom and counsel for each of you. Amen? In fact, let me read three scriptures, and I have them on your outline. Proverbs 2 and verse 9 says, Then you will understand what is right and just and fair every good path. And it's talking about wisdom. So I have to first ask God for wisdom. And then the, the scripture says here says, Then you will understand what is right, just and fair and every good path. Again, if you're contemplating a choice today, or maybe one that's coming up this year, seek wisdom first. Seek wisdom. Proverbs 11 and verse 14 says, Where there is no guidance, the people fail or fall. But in abundance of counselors, 
there is victory. Um, can I just quickly point out something real quick? If you're faced with a decision, don't just hold it in here. Sometimes you have to seek the counsel of others. Hey, what would you, what would you do? What would you do? What, what, here's what my dilemma is. See these people with gray hair right here? We've all faced choices. We've all made decisions, sometimes that were good, sometimes that were bad. And we can usually probably help you in an area which way you should go based on our experience. If you don't believe me, ask my mom and dad. They've been around long enough to have seen just about everything. Believe me, they have seen just about everything in their 80 plus years on this earth. The Bible also says in Proverbs 12 and verse 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. I'll just stop there. I mean, do I need to say anything else? The way of a fool is right in their own eyes. And right now you just thought of somebody. I know you did. Because I thought of somebody, okay? And you know that the choices they make are foolish and they end up becoming foolish decisions. And, and it's kind of like that train wreck that you see that's going to happen and you see it coming and, and you know it and there's nothing you can do because of a foolish choice, a foolish decision. Don't be that person. You have to have guidance. Number one, read the Word of God. Read the Word of God. Read the Word of God. It's your guidance. Amen? Amen. But a wise man is he who listens to counsel. A wise man listens to counsel. So if you ask somebody for their advice, don't interrupt them and say, well, I don't know about that. You ask them for advice. Okay? They're going to tell you. They're going to share. Ever have somebody ask you, what do you think about this? And the minute you tell them, they say, well, I don't know about that. Well, then don't ask me for advice. Right? Amen? Amen. See, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. Maybe that person is being foolish. So maybe that person has to back up and start all over again and say, look, Lord, I need to ask for wisdom. Help me to understand what and how and and, and which direction I need to go in. Amen? When you're in a dilemma, seek the advice and counsel of elders, those around you. Maybe it's your mom and dad. If it's not your mom and dad, maybe it's an uncle. Maybe it's Pastor Rick. Maybe it's somebody here in this church. I know some of you women that connect with each other, you can bounce things off of each other. And, and that's the beauty of having fellowship, when you can bounce something off of each other and know that that person's going to hold that right here and not share that with anybody. How many know what I'm talking about? You can have that bond. That's what being in a church is all about. Amen? Amen. Seek counsel. Don't hesitate to ask for clarification from mature believers, from those that have been around the block once or twice. Amen? We've, we've been around the block, those of us with gray hair. And then the final point, third point is, commit your choice to the Lord. Commit. Everybody say commit. commit. What does that word remind you of? When you hear that word commit, it means steadfastness. It means not movable. It means when you make up your mind, stick with it. Stick with it. Make your choices with the understanding, if the Lord wills, then do it. Have you ever felt impressed in your heart that the Lord is telling you that's where you need to do or go or say? Or He'll impress upon your heart and say, that's what you need to do. You know, in in the Spanish culture, I don't know about other cultures, but oftentimes you'll hear people say, si Dios quiere, si Dios quiere, right? And basically what that means is if God wills, if it's God's will for my life, then that will happen. 
or that will take place. And you hear that a lot in the Hispanic culture, in the Spanish culture. And uh, it'd be beautiful if, if we all learned to say that as well. Well, if that's God's will, I'm all about God's will, right? How about you? Are you about God's will today? Yes. And again, we, we have to seek God's will. We have to seek it to make choices that are pleasing to the Lord. Number one, it's about the Lord. It's not Amen. about you. Right. Amen? Amen. Psalm 37 and verse 5 says it this way. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Who's going to bring it to pass? God, God is, not you. Not you. You're not going to bring it to pass with your good looks, with your good-looking resume, with, <coughs> excuse me, with anything you bring to the table. He's going to make it come to pass. He's going to open doors that no man can open. Amen? But you've got to put your, his, the decision in his hands. Trust him for that. Here's the secret, though. If you follow Christ, you can't go wrong. If you're following his will, he'll lead you and guide you. In case your choice is against the will of God, this is typically what happens. You'll, you'll come up and you'll just be boom, 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 hitting your head on a door, on a wall that won't open. You're trying to make and force that door open. God's trying to prevent you from a lifetime of misery going down that path. He knows what's best for you. Why? Because he created the manual. He knows how and why you operate, what makes you tick. He knows what's best for you. And, and many times have you, have you seen that in your, in your life, that the will of God is clearly a different path for you than, than what you think it is. Sometimes we're, we're so convinced that, no, this is what we need to do. This is what we want to do. And all of a sudden, God closes the door. He will not allow that. Now, we can push through and bust through that door. How many know that? We can choose our will at the expense of God's will for our life. And then we're faced with a lifetime of consequences, usually negative consequences. That's my prayer that that would not happen to you. If you want to make wise choices in life, commit your choices, your decisions to God. Amen? And as I get close to... Concluding here, one of the greatest gifts that God has given us is that gift of choice. It's an amazing blessing being a part of this country because we're blessed with the choice of freedom of liberty, freedom of speech, uh, so many choices that other countries don't have. We have the freedom to walk in here and raise our hands, lift our voices, pray to God. Other places don't have that liberty. They don't have that choice. Yet we take it for granted Oh, should I go to church today? Oh, maybe. Let's, let's go. You want to go? Yeah, let's go. And other places would love, would die for that choice. The decision we make determines your eternal destiny. Listen, listen to this. Therefore, we are to make wise decisions and right decisions. Your life depends on it. Wise decisions and right decisions. Your life depends on it. By the choices we make right now, spiritually speaking, we're planting the seeds today that will produce tomorrow's harvest. And I always go back to Larry Hamilton, and you know that name by now because he's the guy that witnessed to me when I was 19 years old. He would plant that seed in here that I didn't want anything to do with, yet he knew what he was doing. He was planting a seed. And 
now uh, I'm a pastor of a church. He, I never would have guessed that. He never would have guessed that. But he knew what he was doing. He knew what, what the will of God was. Spread the word. Teach the word. Share the word. Just like in our Bible study this past Wednesday, we were talking about the four soils. Sowing the word of God. Sowing the word of God. That's what Brother Larry was doing. He was sowing the word of God. Casting the word of God out. And it landed in here. And it, and it took fruit. My, my, mine was buried somewhere. And then it finally popped out. Years later, it popped out. And uh, the question this morning is, today, each of you, how are we making those choices? How are we making our decisions that we're faced with? Listen to this. The success of failure of our life, or the success or failure of our life is made up of the decisions and choices we make Every day of our life. Pray and make wise choices for your life. But all our decisions are affected by one major decision. By one major decision. The decision to follow Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It starts there. If you don't have that one settled, this other stuff that I'm telling you to do, you you can't get there yet until you make this one choice first. It has to start there. Amen? Amen? See... Here's what you need to do when you're thinking of your choices and decisions that you're faced with. God first, you second. God first, you second. How many remember the bracelets years ago? I haven't seen one in forever. They used to say WWJD. Exactly. What did that stand for? What would Jesus do? And you know, ever since I became a Christian, when I became a believer, those were very popular. And I would ask myself, well, what would Jesus do? I still ask myself every now and then, but now it's become so ingrained in here. When I see that pen or pens at work, because I still work during the week, that, wow, that's a nice pen. I could use that at home. I don't bring it home because then I say, well, yeah, God blessed me with that. No, that's stealing. Call stealing. When I go to the store and the cashier gives me $20 in change back accidentally when it should have been $2, I don't say, well, praise the Lord. It's a blessing. It's a great day. No, that's stealing. I give it back because it wasn't mine. And what I've learned is that God will curse that money. When I steal it, he'll curse it. But yet when it's when I do it in an honorable way, if I am blessed and I bless others with it, it's it's a blessing. It continues to be a blessing. Amen. So those those decisions that we're supposed to make. God first and us second. If we're putting ourselves first and then God second, we're missing the boat. We're missing it. We're missing the point. God is saying, look, put me first. I'll guide your step. I'll give you wisdom to make the right choice for your life. Amen. If you follow this simple formula, you will make wise choices. I promise you. I guarantee it. Just like the old men's warehouse commercial. I guarantee it. Matthew 7 and verse 14, on your outline as well. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Romans 6 and verse 16. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey? Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. The point of those scriptures are that righteousness and obedience, very few find that path. Very few follow that path. The world doesn't teach you that. 
The world teaches you quite the opposite of that, to go against the flow, go against the system, go against uh, what, what, what people say is right. But God is saying, small is the gate, narrow the road that leads to life, and only few find it. Don't expect heaven to be filled with billions and billions of people. In fact, quite opposite, it will be filled with much less people than hell will be filled with. Hell will be filled with much more people than heaven will ever be filled with. And that's out of the Word of God. That's not Pastor Rick. That's out of the Word of God. May God, our Lord, give us the wisdom and will to make wise choices, right choices. Wise decisions, right decisions every day of our life. Lord, help us to make that choice every day of our life. Let's bow our heads this morning. And if you'll stand with me this morning as we close. Amen. How many received this this morning? You received that this morning? Amen. Amen. I want to pray this morning. I want to pray that God would help every one of you that are faced with major choices. And maybe that's not you right now. Maybe you aren't faced with making a choice this week, today, tomorrow, next week. But there will come a choice. It's coming your way. I promise you. It's coming your way. Every one of us are faced with decisions, with issues of life. Things that sometimes take us off guard. You know, the poor people of paradise. People that may have made a wrong choice in how to leave their home. May have been caught up in the flames. I mean, there was only a couple of different ways to get out of town. And if they made the wrong choice to stay. You know, every, every time there's a disaster, there's always people that stay behind. They always want to protect their house. And they paid that ultimate price. I pray this morning, Heavenly Father, God, help us not to make unwise choices, but to make wise choices, Lord. I pray, first of all, that every single one here, hearing me right here today or online, Lord, would be able to first seek your will, your words, your way. Father, when we first seek you, put you first. You have a way of guiding our life. You have a way of opening doors and closing the doors shut that we don't need to go down or the path that you don't want us to go down where we're going to get hurt. Lord, thank you for opening doors so far in my life and in the lives of every person here today. I pray, Lord, that you continue to open those doors that lead to righteousness, holiness, obedience, blessing. I pray, Lord, that you would also slam doors shut for those that may not be seeking your will, may not be seeking you first. I pray, slam those doors shut, Lord, that they would not be hurt. Because, Lord, you know the beginning from the end. You know what best, what represents us for our life, what we need in our life. So, Father, I pray, number one, as the book of James declares, help us to seek wisdom, to seek it from you daily. To seek it from you sometimes hourly. Lord, even, even every minute, Lord, of our life. Lord, help us to seek wisdom. And Lord, may you pour that out generously, as the Word of God says. Generously, in abundance, pour that upon me as pastor of this church, upon every single person here within the sound of my voice. Pour it out, Lord, that we might be blessed, that we might make wise choices. Thank you, Father. Lord, we love you. We praise you, Lord.